Hello, 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 everybody. Um, my name is Akash. I'm interested or I would like to be interested in personal finance. And in order to nudge my interest, I thought I would read books on personal finance investments in order to help my own understanding of the subject. So what I thought I'd do with this podcast is, or this attempt at a podcast is uh, try to, in, in a few minutes, um, summarize important chapters from important books that I'm reading and see if there's a takeaway for me to share with you. Uh, and if you have also read the same chapter or book, if there's a takeaway that you have come across that you can share with me, that would be great because we can help each other. And also I hope that whoever's listening will find some value from this and will allow both of us to grow. The first book that I wanted to tackle, um, it's a book that I came across through a very nice thread which lists out, I think 10 to 15 books on personal finance that are less than rupees 100, which is great uh, because you're reading about personal finance by not spending too much. Uh, this book is called The Richest Man in Babylon. It's by George S. Clausen. Uh, it's a very short book and it's about ancient stories from Babylon that details the richest man in Babylon, hence the name. Um, I've read a few chapters and I thought I would just share what I went through uh, in this hopefully short podcast. I tend to ramble as that's another thing that I'm working on. But yeah, the first chapter is called The Man Who Desired Gold. It is a conversation between two, two members of, of, of the Babylonian society then, Banshir, a chariot builder, and his friend Kobe, the musician. Both of them have fell down hard times and uh, they are looking for a way to get out. So this is a conversation which expresses their grief and which is more important, their ability or their strive to, to get out of this. So it opens with Banshi rightly uh, laying outside his home and not building chariots even though it's a working day as the author has put out. And his wife is appearing in the open, sort of giving him glances and trying to nudge him along to build the chariots because that is his family's main source of income. Um, but his slow mind was struggling uh, and with the problem and for which he could not find an answer, writes the author. Beyond his house, he could see the king's palace and, and he longed for, for the wealth that the king had and the wealth that several people within the city had. Um, and then his friend, Kobe, the musician, shows, uh, showed up. And Kobe said that it appears that it appears that you're not, uh, you're not doing any, any work, even though this this uh, this day is, I mean, it's a weekday and we, we have to strive to fill shekels in which is the currency at the time in our pocket. And 
ask him, um, ask him, why aren't you doing this? And, and, and Banshir goes into this longing sort of dialogue and says that, oh, I'm so sulkin and, 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 and resentful at the fact that even though I work so hard, I don't have a lot of shekels in my purse. And, um, and I want to have more, but it seems like no matter how much I try, I can never have them. He says, why indeed? Because I awoke and remembered how empty was my purse, a feeling of rebellion swept over me. Let us talk over it together. And they go into this whole sort of sorrowful dialogue of, of we both try so hard. We both have our own professions, which we're really good at, but we still don't earn enough to fill our pockets. What is the problem? Are we in, are we just, do we have, just have bad times? Do we have bad luck? Or is it just that, is it that nothing is working for us? What is the problem? Right? So they come to a realization that this is not some, this is, this has been brewing for a long time in both our lives, but this is the realization that, and he says, never in all those years did I think like this before from early dawn until darkness stopped me. I have labored to build the finest chariots any man could make, soft-heartedly, hoping someday the gods would recognize my worthy deeds and bestow upon me great prosperity. This they have never done. And in their conversation, they realize that they don't want to just run down the path of being resentful and being, you know, sorrowful and having all this grief and just looking at the world and saying, why me? Right or why us rather? They want to be wealthy. They want to be rich. And they they are looking at these merchants in the city who are so filthy, uh, filthy rich. And, and they say that there are many good figures in the line all marching together from the rivers to the gardens, back and forth, day after day, year after year, not of happiness to look forward to. Pity the poor brutes, Kobe. They tell each other that they must devise a plan to get this information out of them. They initially think that this is this must be some devious plan that these rich people in the village have that they're not sharing with them. That is why there's a gulf of difference between what they earn and what what the rich people or the wealthy people in, in the village earn. So this they decide, you know what? We will we will find we will talk to one of these rich people and find out why are they so much wealthy than we are. And they decide that they will go and talk to Arkad, who's the center uh, figure of this entire book. Arkad is the richest man in Babylon richer or at, at par with the king himself. And he's often uh, seen as a confidant to the king in matters uh, related to the treasury. And Banshir, slightly resentful, tells Kobe that, I fear I should meet him, him being Arkad, in the darkness of the night. I should lay my hands upon his fat wallet. Clearly, he's talking about committing a crime in order to get the wealth immediately. 
And what Kobe replies is again an important lesson, which I think is 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 fairly it's very important when it comes to personal finance, which is why books like these have lasted for for years. Nonsense, reproved Kobe. A man's wealth is not in the purse he carries. A fat purse quickly empties. If there be no golden stream to refill it. Our card has an income that constantly keeps his purse full, no matter how liberally he spends. I think this, especially in, in this day and age, speaks about the concept of equity, where um, if you have ownership of something, whether you own something in part or in full, whether you helped build it or help drive it after it's been built, you have some sort of ownership of that company. And if that's there, income is a stream that will continue and will always be replenished. It is not a time-based thing where you only if you give your time will you get the income. It is an ownership-based thing where if you own the product or the company or part of it, will you recurringly keep getting some sort of income from it? Income, that is the thing. I wish an income that will keep flowing into my purse, whether I sit upon the wall or travel to far lands. I think this is something that resonates with all of us. You want to be able to have a job that A, you can do from anywhere, and that you can do at leisure. But you also want something that will keep working from you, for you, even if you're not working. And there's a very, uh, very nice saying, I'm not sure who said it, uh, you're not making money until you're making money when you're not working. And that rings true even with this age-old wisdom. Banshir and Kobe decide that, you know, we should, we should go and talk to our cart. And because we are wary of being without gold in the midst of plenty meaning that there are opportunities all around us, but we don't know how to capitalize on it. Let us find and talk to someone who has capitalized on these opportunities. And they decide not to be men of ends, right? Where you have the fat wallet or you steal the fat wallet. They say, we wish to become men of means. Come, let us go to our card and how we also may acquire income for ourselves. And on the way there, they thought that, you know what? One of the reasons we have never actually received an enormous amount of wealth is because we have never sought it. We've never had that aim or ambition, but at some point it comes into a person's life where if, if it's a particular goal that they have, or it's just an end goal with, with no quantitative figure there, a certain amount, a certain, materialistic thing. It's just something that they want to achieve. You have to seek it. And they never did. And now they finally feel like hmm, this is something that we're actively seeking. That is why we're having this conversation about it. That is why we're having this rebellious feeling within us. That is why we are making a plan to go and seek someone who can help us. And as they go on within, uh, within the conversation, another really important thing strikes me right is this chapter 
comes to a close, so I won't take a lot of your time. As they decide to go and meet Akar, they don't see this as a secret portion or a hidden treasure that they have to seal, sorry, conceal from uh, their friends. They say, let us go to Arkad this very day, but let us ask our other friends of our boyhood days who have fared no better than ourselves to join us, that they too may share in his wisdom. This speaks about the concept, again, just to me, this speaks about the concept of advantage and how advantage can be twofold. One is it can be competitive advantage where I win and you lose. The other, it can be collaborative advantage. But if we both seek wisdom, we both win. So we need to seek it actively in order to have success for both of us. And that's how I'd, I would like to close this first episode and hopefully set on the course of having a collaborative advantage for, for the both of us, which is you, the listener, and myself, the reader, hopefully. That is all from me uh, from the first episode. Uh, I hope you join me in, in the next episode where we discuss the second chapter, this book and other books. And if you have recommendations, uh, books we can discuss collectively, collaboratively, uh, please do put it in the comments. Um, thank you so much. Out.